0: Turn to Luke chapter 15. I'm reading out of the ESV. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. You see, receiving sinners meant he actually had them in his house. Jesus had a home in Caper- Capernaum where he owned it or rented it, whatever. But it was obvious he was having these sinners coming into his house and he was cooking a meal for them. Well, in those days, that look, you could give to the poor, but you certainly think you could minister to sinners, but you would never eat with them because that meant that you were somehow agreeing with them. And says, so he told them this parable. Now, in the words of Ken Bailey scholar that has lived in the Middle East. He says, Jesus is saying, gentlemen, you, you say that I receive sinners and eat with them. It's far worse than you think. I run to them. I kiss them. I get the best robe on them. I kill the fatted calf and I throw a big party for them. It's much worse than you think. So let's read this first parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that he has lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, the sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. As I was meditating on this and on the next two, the next one is the lost coin. The woman loses her coin. She finds it. She also calls her friends and neighbors to come celebrate with her. And then we have the parable of the prodigal son, which we're well familiar with, The father gives all of his resources to a son who uses those resources to move away from the father. And the father's reaction is to wait for him, to long for him to come back, and when he comes back, he welcomes him. Now, it's not saying there was no hurt involved in him going away. But the one thing I notice about all three of these is the person in them is like a crazy person, someone that we wouldn't really easily relate to. And I think the language here is difficult because Jesus says, what man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he had lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one? He's talking to Pharisees. Many of these Pharisees were wealthy. They probably had a hundred sheep. They would never watch their own sheep. That was impossible. Shepherds were very, very low. Already he's starting off like telling them, like this legend which one of you, having 100 sheep, would be actually with your sheep? You wouldn't. And so he's going to go on, and I think each one of these is sort of prover- progressively more ridiculous to them. Having lost one of them, you're going to leave 99 and you're going to go look for one of them. I think the answer is also, no, we wouldn't do that either. No. And somehow, when we read this, because of the language and perhaps we're so used to it, we all nod our heads like, yes, we would leave the 99 and go after the 1. You're leaving 99 in an open field, and you're going to go after the 1. I'm disagreeing with probably 99% of the people that interpret this, but this is how I see it. And I I think God welcomes us to see it in a fresh way and say, hmm, I wonder if that might be the case. And either way, it stretches our minds. You don't have to agree with me, but it stretches our minds to what might God be saying. Because a parable is something that is supposed to, he's trying to shock you somehow, and not just tell you something you already know. So this is this is actually news to them. And so when he finds the sheep, he finally fi- leaves the 99. I mean, if I had... If Look, if you've got $100 bills and you lose one, you're not going to leave 99 on the table and go look for your one. That is craziness. So I think he's actually, he's using hyperbole here, and he uses it a lot with people to sort of shock them. Cut off your harm if you sin. Do, you know, he's using things to because he wants us to notice that he's talking about spiritual principles here, and he has to sort of use Big language to do it. Big language. So once he's found the sheep, probably the Pharisee would actually sort of kick it a few times because he's angry with the sheep. You're wasting my time. You have gone out, and now I have had to look for you in the heat of the day. Kicks it a few times. By the way, a sheep, when it gets lost, unlike a human when we get lost we get frantic and panic and run around and try to find where the shepherd might be a sheep just lays down and they won't move you can't actually get them to move which is why the shepherd actually has to pick this sheep up put it on his shoulders and walk it home a sheep will not move I actually look this up it just they they even it happens with those um when it does sheepdog training things, if the sheep get too scared, they will lay down, and no matter how good your sheepdog is, they won't stand up again. What they say you have to do is get the whole herd of sheep around them, and then they will stand up, and then slowly you can you can move them toward your goal with your sheepdog. So a sheep weighs, I looked this up as well, it's at a The sheep weighs 240 pounds on average. So we see these pictures of a little lamb around Jesus' neck, and we say, oh, isn't that cute? Full-grown sheep. Maybe it was a medium-sized sheep, but whatever it was, it's a parable. It sounds like a regular-sized sheep. This shepherd is going to pick up this sheep and carry it home. Pharisees are saying, you know, I wouldn't do that either. (laughs) And then the craziest thing happens, they're saying, when he comes home, he's going to call his friends and his neighbors to come celebrate with him over his sheep. You know, I don't know how much time your friends and neighbors have. If I called them, (laughs) then come celebrate over my sheep or my lost coin. Now, granted, it may have been a totally different culture, but I'm just trying to say, you know, Maybe and maybe not. I mean, they were busy back then, too. Wait, you found your coin. Where where did you lose it? I mean, did you misplace it? I mean, I just want to know what happened, and I'll, okay, that's great, and I'll hang up the phone. I I don't want to come to a party about your lost coin or your lost sheep. You found it. I'm so happy for you. I mean, I've got a family to feed. I'm just telling you the way I see it. But we can see that when the father of the prodigal son calls the people to celebrate with him over his son, there are some that are not so interested, including the older son. I find this actually very important. I want to do an exercise with this sheep parable. Because... Most of the times, when I have read these three parables, I have thought of the prodigal as somebody else. It's the really bad people. It's the who are in the gutter but, you know, pull themselves out. And I think we are all that lost sheep. And I think there are people in this room including myself, who may even, at a conference like this, you find yourself, you know, I think I'm kind of lost. I had my way, but I just feel like I've lost my way. I I was feeling close to the shepherd, but I now feel like there's a little bit of distance between us. And I'm looking frantically for him. In fact, I'm here at this conference trying to find him. And I want to do an exercise with you, a guided meditation And I want you to be this sheep. And I want you to let Jesus come and get you and find you and put you on his shoulders and take you back home. I can tell you when I tried this myself, it was difficult. I was complaining to him about how heavy I was and And you'll find yourself a little bit bothered by, because most of us in healthcare, we are used to not being inconvenient to anybody and to let someone find you. And I would say, oh, no, I'll I'll walk back. I'll walk back. I think I can walk. Say, no, it's my job to pick you up and take you home. Just let me do it. Are you willing today To let him come find you where you are, pick you up, put you on his shoulders, and take you home.